This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning, Fair and 75 at the KVOM studios. Today is Friday. It's the 5th of August, 2022. Rich Molders with your KVOM Morning News Watch. We're going to have sunny skies today. We've got a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms. Best chance of those in the 1 o'clock hour and 4 o'clock hour today. We'll have a high of 94, heat index up to 102. So while that's plenty hot, not quite hot enough for a heat advisory. Tonight, partly cloudy. We'll have a low of 74 overnight. Saturday, mostly sunny, 30% chance of showers after 1 o'clock in the afternoon. High 95, heat index of 103. Clear Saturday night, our low 75. And for Sunday, mostly sunny, 30% chance of showers and thunderstorms and a high of 96. We've got basically that same forecast for Monday, Tuesday, sunny, and 93. Right now, fair and 75 at the KVOM studios as we congratulate our employee of the day, Charlotte Higgins, with Conway County District Court. Turning to obituary announcements this morning, Johnny L. Deal, age 82 of Atkins, died on Tuesday, August 2nd. Graveside service and burial will be held this morning at 11 at Bowden Cemetery with Reverend Bob Branch officiating. Arrangements are by Limley Funeral Service of Atkins. John David J.D. Dixon, age 56 of Clarksville, died on Monday, August 1st. He was a mechanic and is survived by his wife of 35 years, Lorna Dixon, son Kyle Dixon of Clarksville, one granddaughter, his father John, Jake Dixon, and wife Brenda of Center Ridge, three sisters, and other family and friends. Memorial service for John David J.D. Dixon will be held this afternoon at 2 at Russellville Family Funeral. Cremation arrangements are by Russellville Family Funeral. Christopher Luke Hart, age 27, of Center Ridge, died on Tuesday, August 2nd. Funeral Mass will be Saturday, August 6th, 10.30 a.m. at St. Joseph Catholic Church in Center Ridge with Father T.J. Hart, Father Jack Harris, and Father Joe Friend officiating. Burial will be at St. Joseph Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Rosary will be tonight at 6 with visitation following until 8 at the funeral home. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Betty Jean Boyd King, age 74 of Apollo, died on Thursday, July 28th. Graveside service will be this afternoon at 12.30 at Little Rock National Cemetery with arrangements by Niels Rosewood Funerals and Cremation of Moralton. Betty Henry Looney, known by many as Aunt Betty, died May 5th of 2020. There will be a come-and-go Celebration of Life memorial service Saturday, August 6th, 1 to 3 p.m. in the Fellowship Hall of the First Presbyterian Church in Moralton. She was the widow of Ben Looney and is survived by her special niece, Judy Janes Calhoun, and Judy's husband, Hall, along with great-nieces Lynn and Leanne and their families. She was born in Atkins, but spent her adult life in Moralton, where she was an active member of the Moralton First Methodist Church. Robert Lee Redmond, age 90, has died. A Zoom memorial service will be held Saturday, August 7th. For more information, call 501-354-9879. Arrangements are by Niels Rosewood Funerals and Cremations. 7.35, it's fair and 75 degrees at the KVOM Studios. 
We'll warm up to 94 today with sunshine, with the heat index as high as 102. And we've got a 40% chance of rain today. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. 737, fair and 75 degrees at the KVOM studios. Thursday's update to the Arkansas Drought Monitor shows slight improvements from last week thanks to rainfall last weekend. Roughly half the state, including the entire local region, is still in severe drought, but the amount of extreme drought areas in the state dropped from 22% last week to just over 3% of the state this week. Small portions of northwest Arkansas and the southwestern part of the state are in extreme drought. Some areas of southeast Arkansas are not in a drought at all. A chance of rain remains in the forecast for most of the next few days with relatively mild temperatures. But Colby Polk, a forecaster with the National Weather Service in Little Rock, says the long-term outlook calls for summer-like conditions to continue. Looking at three to four weeks out right now, we're still looking at above normal uh, chances for uh, warmer than normal temperatures. Uh, And as far as precipitation goes, we're looking at right about equal chances. So we're really thinking it'll probably be really right about normal, maybe slightly above normal temperatures. So we may have to wait until we get into September to start really seeing that cool down and feeling that cool down. With the recent rain, the number of counties under a burn ban has been reduced considerably over the past week. As of Thursday, only about half of the state's 75 counties still had a burn ban in effect. Last week at this time, all but three counties were under a burn ban. Locally, Conway County still has a burn ban in effect, but all surrounding counties have lifted theirs. The University of Arkansas Community College at Moralton was recently awarded two regional workforce grants from the Arkansas Division of Higher Education that will help the college expand its transportation-related technical training programs. College spokesperson Mary Clark says a $155,000 grant was awarded for the revitalized diesel mechanic program to purchase additional trucks for the students to work on, and a $59,000 grant was awarded for the Commercial Driver Training Program. We were really excited to get those uh, those ADHE grants. Um, things like that, that's what allows us to get that equipment that is expensive equipment and the latest state-of-the-art equipment that we need to, to provide the education and training for those, those students. Clark says UACCM is expanding its Commercial Driver Training Program to include school bus driver training, passenger vans, and Class B license endorsements. The Pottsville School District could be getting a new high school if voters approve a millage increase in a special election next week. Election day is Tuesday, August 9th. Early voting began this past Tuesday. The millage request will include a 6.8 mil increase to fund a new high school and other proposed facilities, according to Superintendent Larry Duggar. The district's current millage is at 45.2 mills. 25 of those mills are mandated by Arkansas law. The last millage increase for the district was in 2004. 
Governor Asa Hutchinson has selected a Conway resident and longtime law enforcement officer as the state's new drug director. Boyce Hamlet will assume the position on August 29th. He replaces Kirk Lane, drug director since July of 2017, who has accepted a job as director of the newly created Arkansas Opioid Recovery Partnership. Hamlet has served as chief criminal investigator for the 20th Judicial District Prosecuting Attorney and as director of the Enforcement Division of Alcoholic Beverage Control. Also this week, Hutchinson appointed A.J. Gary, director of Arkansas Division of Emergency Management and former chief of police in Conway, to serve as secretary of the Department of Public Safety. Russellville Mayor Richard Harris says the company Decor Brands LLC is interested in growing their company in the old National Home Center location. A special called meeting of the Russellville City Council Thursday netted approval of a special use permit for a new business to purchase and utilize the old National Home Center building on East Main. There was just one dissenting vote. Mayor Harris said those close to the developing plans of Decor Brands indicate the company has outgrown their current location and that the National Home Center is a perfect fit for their expansion. Tentative plans are to get production underway in Russellville by September, starting with 10 to 15 employees. Growth to 50-plus employees is in their future business plans. Decor Brands specializes in providing personalized woodcraft products for their customers. The United States has declared a public health emergency to bolster the federal response to the outbreak of monkeypox that already has infected more than 6,600 Americans. The announcement Thursday by the Department of Health and Human Services frees up federal funding and resources to fight the virus, which may cause fever, body aches, chills, fatigue, and pimple-like bumps on many parts of the body. Meanwhile, the number of active COVID-19 cases in Arkansas continues on a slight decline. There were 1,438 new cases reported in the state Thursday, and there are 13,923 active cases in the state, that according to the Arkansas Department of Health. That's about 1,800 fewer than this time last week. Active cases in Conway County have fallen to 65, down 7 from a week ago. There are 42 active cases in Perry County. Let's take a look at our community calendar now. The gas leak at the T.C. Vaughn Senior Activity Center in Moralton has been repaired, and the center will be open and serving meals today. The congregate area opens at 9 a.m. Lunch will be served at noon. The Bethel and Union Missionary Baptist Churches in Moralton wrap up the Mighty God Vacation Bible School tonight at Bethel Baptist Church at 900 East Drilling Street. Meal will be provided at 6. Classes continue until 8.30. Mount Zion Missionary Baptist Church, 144 Mount Zion Loop, is holding revival services tonight with a meal at 6 and the service to follow at 7 with a special guest speaker. That revival will continue at the same time next Friday, August 12th, and then again Friday, August 19th. Vance Wilson and Jarrett Funeral Directors presents a back-to-school Sunday fun day this Sunday, 4 to 6 p.m. at Moralton City Park with free school supplies for students, free food and attractions, a three-point shot contest, gas card giveaways and limo rides. For more information, call Johnette Lewis at 501-354-0100 or Sam Vance at 501-337-0100. The Moralton City Council meets Monday night at 6 at Moralton City Hall. And the Conway County Library's bookmobile will be at the Museum of Automobiles on Pettyjean Mountain today from 1030 until noon. As always, we appreciate you listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch.
but we know that it's not always possible to hear it as it airs. That's why we make this content available on KVOM's podcast channel. You can subscribe for free wherever you listen to podcasts, or just listen on our website, kvom.com, or our free mobile app. The KVOM Newswatch podcast is published weekdays and brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Coming up on 745, in a little bit, we'll visit with Shannon Autry from the Conway County Extension Service. Up next, Eric Tyler has your sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town all Always in touch. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. KVM's Newswalker Sports, I'm Eric Tyler. The St. Louis Cardinals are back in first place after sweeping a doubleheader with the Chicago Cubs on Thursday. Trailing 3-0 in the seventh inning, the Cards rallied for a 4-3 win in Game 1 before getting a 7-2 win in the nightcap. St. Louis is now tied with Milwaukee atop the National League Central Division standings. Cards now welcome the New York Yankees to Bush Stadium for the first time since 2014. First pick for the opener of that three-game series is scheduled for 7:15 tonight. Pre-game coverage starts at 6:20 on Motown Radio 92.5 FM and AM 800, and on 92.7 Jack FM. The Cardinals will be playing two games in London next season. Major League Baseball announced Thursday the Cards will play the Cubs at London Stadium on June 24th and 25th, 2023. The National League at Central Rivals were supposed to play in London in 2020, but the games were canceled because of the coronavirus pandemic. MLB last played in London in 2019 when the New York Yankees swept a two-game series against the Boston Red Sox. Those were the league's first regular season games played in Europe. An early deficit was too much to overcome for the Arkansas Travelers as they fell 7-1 to the Midland Rock Hounds on Thursday night at Dickey Stevens Park. That series continues tonight with first pitch set for 7.05 p.m. Look at weather on this Friday. We've got humidity currently at 100% with calm winds. Barometric pressure 30.02 inches. Low temperature this morning, 74 degrees. High yesterday was 89. A year ago today, the low was 64 with a high of 91 no rain the last 24 hours at the KVOM studios. Total for the year 33.18 inches. Our sunset this evening is 8:12. Sunrise tomorrow morning 6:23. And forecast calls for 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms today. Otherwise, mostly sunny day. High near 94. Heat index around 102 this afternoon. Then partly cloudy tonight. Low around 74. 30% chance. Uh, some thunderstorm activity tomorrow with a high near 95 and then 30% chance again for Sunday afternoon. High once again in the mid-90s. Right now we've got a little fog, but mostly clear at the moment. And 75 degrees in Moralton at 749 on KVOM. Newswire continues in just a moment. 
You hear that? That's the sound of perfection. You took control over your... Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Patty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. It is 7.52 now on KVOM on our close-up segment this morning. We're joined by Shannon Oxford with the Conway County Cooperative Extinction Service. Good morning, Shannon. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. All right. It is uh, time to be talking about the county fair, isn't it? So it is. It has and come <laughs> upon us, yes. Yep. It will be here really soon, about this time next month, actually, first yep. week of September so um tell us a little bit about uh the fair i know you're highly involved i guess in the exhibit building yeah here. um myself and vicky ronk are um the ones that make that exhibit building roll um sometimes we don't want it to be us but it's us so if you've got questions about it uh, but the educational exhibit building has not been open in a couple years due to covid and um you know we want to make sure our volunteers were safe and and all that and um so we will be opening up this year so get your entries in one thing i want to let folks know is that you know typically when you enter items in the air in the fair it has to be from um the previous year something that you've made since the last fair Mm -hmm. but since our exhibit building has not been open we will be allowing entries um, of any arts and crafts items that have been made since the exhibit building was open last time so if you made it after september 2019 um, then you can go ahead and enter in the fair still the rule on one item one entry per item Um, you know so if you crocheted a doily you can only enter one crocheted doily Mm -hmm. so pick out your best um, but all those arts and crafts items, go ahead and dig them out that you've made in the last couple years. We want to see them. We want to fill that building up. And, um, of course, that does not apply to any of our food items. No no three-year-old baked goods. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, for sure. No, and same with the canned goods and things. Those do still have to be within the last year. Um, but any of those arts and crafts items, we can, um, we can get those entered and display those. Um, so online entries we are doing online entries again so you'll want to head over to the Coleman County Fair website which is conveniently ComanCountyFair.com. Right. Yeah, yeah yeah I'm so glad they went with that um so the livestock um entries are being entered now and they'll close that down and then on August 21st um it will open back up and that is when all of the exhibit building entries can be put in Uh, So you'll be able to get all that in there. Then we'll be able to have your tags printed out and ready. And when you come to the building, um, then you'll just bring us your items and we'll be able to match up those tags to your items and get them where they need to go. So um, the big entry day is on Tuesday, September 6th. Um, from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. So um, get your stuff entered online. We'll get those tags ready for you and then bring them on down on Tuesday the 6th, 9 to 7. And um, and then any baked goods. The only thing that we're allowing to be brought in on Wednesday morning is your baked goods, your flowers, and your horticulture. So basically your perishable items. Good. Everything else must be entered on that Tuesday. So, mm-hmm. um 
And you can bring, if you want to bring all your other stuff, your baked goods, your your flowers and things on Tuesday, you can. Um, those are just items that, that do better with being fresher. Um, if we could get some cooler weather for the fair, that'd be great. That certainly helps keep things looking looking better in the building, but... Um, including the volunteers. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and myself. Sure. Yep. Well, hopefully by then. Hopefully by yeah. then. It'll be yeah. a little cooler, perhaps. It we'll see. It would be great. Yeah. Um, but also, I guess, parade will be the Wednesday of that Yeah, week. yeah. So Wednesday's a big day for us. We um, do entry for those last few remaining categories in the morning. Then we got we feed some volunteers and judges, and our judges come in and um, judge all the items. And then I shoot on over to the... Uh, to the parade at 530 is when the parade's going to be. So 530 on Wednesday. So, All yes. right. So looking forward to that. And uh, homegrown fun? Homegrown that- fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And All we right. do have some educational exhibit booths. Those of you that have been um, through the exhibit building in the past have probably seen our booths that our civic clubs and nonprofits and things make. Uh, we do have some openings there. So if you would like to display something on an it has to be an educational topic. No, um, you know, it can't be anything for profit. can't be selling anything or whatever, just an educational topic. Um, we do have those available if you want to call our office or Vicki Ronk, um, but call our office and we can let you know if we've got those available and if your um, group or, or whatever would fit within those categories um, that we allow there. Sure. All right. So, Again, best place for the information, ConwayCountyFair.com. That's right. right. Okay. All right. Looking forward to it at uh, 6th through the 10th or whatever of September. That's correct. All right. Well, Shannon, anything else for us this morning? I think that should do it for now. All right. Well, we thank you so much for coming in and updating us on the Conway County Fair. All right. Shannon I with Conway County Crawford Extension Service, 758-KVOM. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.